Welcome to next. Happy day to you, Hefe. <sighs> you ready for some news today? I'm ready for ten stories, not this. Well, this is a little, uh, you know, little pre-show to the next show. It's not even a show. It's you. a podcast. Who are we kidding? <laughs> Marsha Brady has a new book coming out uh, where she admits to a lesbian affair on the set of The Brady Bunch. I hope the same story comes out for Arnold and Willis. It would give a whole new meaning to different strokes. Oh, I get it. Like jacking each other off. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Takes different strokes to yeah. get them off. Yeah. yeah. One likes a cowboy grip. That was actually funny. Yeah, I saw this, and I'm telling you, I'm wondering if it goes on other places. I mean, these two chicks on the set of what's maybe the most wholesome show ever, and they're doing some scissors right now. I would love for you to be able to talk a little bit more about this, but they I got some news. Let me. I got some more news for you. We're on a schedule here, my friend. It's a, a US podcast. A- a U.S. attorney from Florida was busted on a sex sting, claiming that he, the attorney traveled to Michigan to have sex with a five-year-old. Pretty sick story. Um, he actually brought a uh, Dora the Explorer DVD. It's uh, innocent enough, you know. And actually, uh, you know, do you know what Dora the Explorer is? Happy? No. It's idea. this little girl that goes around exploring. It's very, you know, educational with kids and entertaining. And innocent enough because he was planning on searching some caves of his own. I didn't think you'd say that on a podcast. What the fuck? What? I, I heard about this story. I heard about this guy, and he actually tried to commit suicide when he was in jail. And it was awful. He got off the plane, like you said, with that DVD. He had some fake earrings. Hefe? Time's a ticking. Got more news for you. Britney Spears is in trouble with the law after a hit and run. Have you heard about this? No. Yeah, hit and run got Britney in trouble. And it's good to see K-Fed rubbed off a little bit on her. Just hit and run. Fucked her and left. Yeah, I still don't think it's funny. Uh, okay, so... Brittany's in trouble for... Am I supposed to comment on these these news items that you think Go ahead. About? You have a precious little time, but go ahead. Okay, so Brittany, once again... Time's up. Time is up. I got one more little bit of news for you. I don't know if you heard about this one, Hefe. This one's kind of interesting. A pastor in L.A. has decided to hold Sunday service in a popular nightclub. It'll still be on Sunday, but he's uh, running out the nightclub to, uh, to hold his Sunday service. Plans on bringing... Jesus to the club. Well, at least uh, he has experience in getting nailed. Or getting hammered. Whichever one. That was my punchline. I was going between the hammered or nailed. Yeah, see, uh, that's what this bit sounds like to me all the time. A blown fucking punchline. Next. 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 I wish I could let you uh, talk about that more, Hefe, but we got next to get to you. And J-Dubs. Next is now. I'm El Hefe. I'm Dubs. Welcome to Next Cast 8. Will one of these headlines be the number one story of the week? The Courtney Love perfume. 911wasfunny.com. Is my baby gay.com. 
Details on these stories, where they're going to rank on this week's top ten, are next with us, El Jefe and J-Dubs. Of course, formerly of The Hideout, and of next. MySpace.com slash Next Radio. Add us as a friend. Tell your buddies. I forgot to send out a bulletin this last week about NextCast 7. Mm-hmm. And it's still incredible amounts of downloads. So nice. thank you for you guys spreading that word. NextRadioFans.com, FullBlownAids.com, RonFez.net, Whackback.com. They're all out there. They're all a buzz about uh, Next. Next. I think they honestly care more than we do. Would <laughs> do you, you think so? Yes, I actually know. I've had a couple <laughs> people tell me, you guys are saving my life with Next. Like, that's, really? that's not even bullshit. They're like, life sucks, uh, but I look forward to to Monday mornings when next is the new next cast is available. It literally keeps me Now I wish one PD had that same feeling like Oh I- he did, but he uh format flipped. Mm. So you know whatever. <laughs> the one that one that liked it. Hey, speaking of that dubs, that's actually a perfect little segue into something I wanted to say right off the bat before we get in to the top ten of the week. Uh since we've been on the beach, there have been a couple of PDs who were really into us, John Minnelli in New York. Uh, and Chris Williams in Atlanta at Project 961. Well, uh, Dubs and I did not get the New York job uh, because of format flip, and who knows if we're going to get it done, but, you know, whatever. Uh, Project Nine. People do know. But. Yeah. Project 961, uh, we did not get that job, Mm-mm. and it went to a buddy of ours, Giant Brian. Yes. Who you used to work with when you produced Run of Fizz in Washington, D.C. Great guy. Great guy. Would call in and do some bits with us when we were in Orlando. And he's a very good dude. And we thought he was mad at us at first because we didn't know that we were going after the same job, which mm-hmm. is fucking crazy. Uh, but we're, we were especially ecstatic that he got it over... Damage and Gravy, I whoever, think that was one of them. Whoever the fuck those guys are. <laughs> and, if, and, you know, first of all... Uh, here's a little side note. Damage and Gravy, I've never really heard of these guys until, no they, until I was listening to see who else was up for the job over at Project 961. And I, I listened to them. And uh, they did their stupid little hacky bits, like, what's your damage, where you uh, call in and ask damage. Well, they were uh, a time warp, and it was 1996. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, they. I ask you, please, look up these guys on MySpace, and they have a complete kind of time warp uh, thing going on where they want to be Brett Michaels. But that's besides <laughs> the point. This uh, damage guy, whoever he is, I don't know his real name and don't care to, he was emailing Giant Brian after uh, Giant Brian basically got the job. No one really knew yet, but uh, he was all over Giant Brian's nuts saying, hey, man, we should do the Giant Damage and Gravy show. <laughs> you know, get all, all of us together. Do a good show. And Giant Brian just kept on ignoring, ignoring, ignoring. And uh, he would send back uh, messages every once in a while, but it, it made this Damage guy think that they're really good friends. So he would start kind of promoting Giant Brian for him and everything, and Giant Brian is like, who the fuck is this damage guy? <laughs> so It may be one of the worst shows you ever listened to. Please go look up Damage and Gravy. So anyway, our buddy Giant Brian gets the gig, and they're looking for people to surround him, and they hadn't found that second chair yet, mm-hmm. or second mic, or co-host, whoever, you know. And I decided, you know what? People have been helping us out, especially Ron and Fez, mm-hmm. have been so good to us. I wanted to kind of pay it forward 
for an old buddy of ours. Yeah, because there's nothing we can really do for Ron and Fez. There's no, uh, yeah. there's no way we can extend a hand to them and help them out in their career, really. So we have to kind of extend it to buddies who are less fortunate than even us. So that buddy was a guy who was doing nights in Kalamazoo, mm-hmm. our very good friend Shafee, who all yeah. of you know is... We lo- I love him especially. I know Dubs loves him. It's weird because Shafee is the whole reason you and I are even have even met. Mm-hmm. Shafee, you were originally an intern on the Skank Shift. I was running the board for Bob and Tom. All three of us kind of in that overnight morning hangover. We all kind of started hanging out. Mm-hmm. And this these incredible friendships grew out of that. So Shafee has remained probably next to you. Uh, my be- Probably my best friend. Mm-hmm. He's right there. And I knew that Chris Williams at Project 961 was looking for somebody. I know Giant Brian. And to me, Shafee was the perfect compliment. The only problem was Shafee. And now that he signed the contract, I can say this. <laughs> He's lazy. Very. <laughs> and I decided to put together a demo to send to Chris Williams and say, this is the guy you need to pair with Giant Brian. I know the both of them. This is going to be a badass fucking show if you make this decision. Lo and behold, Chris Williams, being an outside-the-box kind of guy, listened to the stuff, liked it, asked for more stuff from Shafee, liked it. Shafee went down to Atlanta from Kalamazoo, met with Chris and Giant Brian. They all like each other. Everybody hit it off as I knew exactly they would. And I'm proud to say that our buddy Shafee is now on the Giant Show at Project 961 in Atlanta. When is the show starting up? Giant Brian has been sitting there stealing a paycheck for over a month now. They brought him down, and they they figured they'd have someone in place earlier to uh, pair with them, and they aren't going to set him up for failure and throw him out there alone with a show that's really not finished yet that they want on the air. So he's been sitting there going to a radio station, not going on the air, and getting paid fairly well for doing it. So congratulations to him. October 1st. October 1st is the uh, so debut. We are brought, we are doing this next cast on a Sunday night. It would be a week from tomorrow. Mm. Now, for those of you downloading this and listening to us at a different time, but it's project961.com. And it's I'm gonna a listen. great station. It's a great station. Those guys are going to go through any growing pains that normally you would have by putting two guys who don't so, know each other together. Yeah, so do us a favor. If you're listening to them, call them and point out all those <laughs> all those weaknesses. <laughs> call them and just say, hey, uh, I don't know. That didn't work for me. Uh, here's what I'm looking forward to. The Giant Ramonum. Bri- yeah. <laughs> the Giant Brian, Shafee, and Dro show. So that's something that I'm in negotiations with right now. I didn't Are wanna, you? I didn't want to tell you. I already figured that. But uh, we're looking for a phone screener, Dubs. <laughs> no. So if you're, rather not work. <laughs> <if you're> <laughs> but no, seriously, I'm excited because I'm you know I'm a fan of both the guys, and I think the show is going to really kick ass. I'm sure they're going to do some sort of podcasting of their show and stuff too. So check. Yeah, they out. have a whole lot of uh, I plans. Wanna... I don't want to say anything. They have some extra you know plans to give extra content to their listeners. So if you listen to them, you know, and you like what you hear, give it a chance. If you like what you hear, you're going to get kind of more than your average Here's the morning show out of them. If you like Ron and Fez, if you like ONA, if you like Howard, if you like us, you're definitely going to like Shafee and Giant Brian. You just you you are. Mm-hmm. So uh, check that out. Also, too, it's kind of funny, just really quickly. The competition's already talking shit because they're like, okay, who's Giant Brian? 
and who's this fucking guy from Kalamazoo? <laughs> Who are they? Yeah. Well, what, 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 what's the name of their show? The Morning X. Oh, X, oh okay. So they just are doing a but Morning here's, X. Here's Wonderful. what's funny. They have no idea what they're in for. And they have seriously no idea how badly they're going to their, get their ass kicked. Eric told Shafee. Well, here's, here's another story about the Morning X over there. They've been getting their ass handed to them in that market by Project 961 when they're just playing music in the morning. Yeah. There's no one hosting right now, and they're already getting their ass handed to them to tell you what this Morning X show is all about. Here's, uh, I told Shafee, if you're going into Atlanta. Morning X means what people are not checking when they are filling out their Arbitron diaries. <laughs> you know what? Let's just leave it at that. Here's story number 10. Next. Next. Story number 10. Ten. Judge orders Concord man to bury mummified baby. Aw. Man says baby John has been in the family for generations. There's a great photo of this, and it discusses it in the next download that we're about to play. But the thing that got them in trouble is they created a MySpace page, and on there they put a baby, like a real-life baby, mm-hmm. next to this mummified, dried-out baby. And the, mama, and, the, and, the, and the regular baby's looking over at this fucking thing like, oh, my God, what the fuck is this? I like that because it's kind of a warning to the baby. If Hey, you know what? If you wake us up too many times in the middle of the night, if you cry in the restaurant, I can wrap you up and uh, stuff you with leaves just like I did this thing. Here's the next download of it. Next download. Scott and Jean, the state tested the mummy to make sure there was no foul play when the baby died. None was found, but the law says it could only be released back to a relative. Charles PV was saving up to pay for a DNA test, even sold the family silver, but says the test could have cost nearly $1,000, and that was too much. It was this photo that prompted police to take action. The mummified family heirloom known as Baby John next to a real baby, Charles Peavy's grandnephew. I feel like I've been robbed, honestly and truly. I- Nearly a year ago, the state took the mummy. Peavy says it's been in his family for decades. But after a long fight, Peavy says he doesn't have the money to prove the two are related. I called my niece and we just said, you know, unless we get a DNA test, we're going to raise $900 for this thing. Um, enough is enough. So, right. you know, let the AG's office do what they will, will with him. No, you, if you have a mummified baby in your possession, 900 bucks is well worth keeping that thing around. Of course, you take out a loan. Yes. You take out a loan to get the DNA test. And when you're filling out the loan, you say exactly what it's for. Hey, Bank One, I need to keep my mummified baby around. I would like to say, this officially, this officially takes me off the list for being the guy with the creepiest shit in his memory box. The fact that I still have my old dreads. You have a mummified my, condom in And my goatee in the first condom I ever had sex with. That is nothing compared to having a baby John. Absolutely nothing. Next download. PV actually chose not to show up for a hearing this week to get the mummy back, much to the surprise of Assistant Attorney General Richard Head. And it's my understanding now that he's no longer going to pursue this matter, uh, so the remains will be released to a proper funeral director. And likely buried here at the Blossom Hill Cemetery in Concord, which is offered to bury the mummy for free. Meantime, PV will keep his fascination for the dead alive with a MySpace page his niece designed. Is that is that the song on the MySpace page? Yes, it is. Uh, and they're about to say like the guy's fascination. Okay. With a MySpace page his niece designed. 
the tisket a tasket of victims in the casket. I thought that was kind of funny. Not to state officials. It at least raised some questions as to what Mr. Peavy's intent was relative to these remains. Uh, but Peavy says his intentions were to put baby John in this cement coffin, one he bought with the hope he'd someday get the family heirloom back, hope he no longer has. So John was like the, one of the last things that we had left connecting to our, our, um, our past. Because Peavy didn't show up for yesterday's hearing, the judge did give him 30 more days to prove he is related, something Peavy says he doesn't plan to do. The state says they'll likely take up the offer and have the mummy buried at the Blossom Hill Cemetery in Concord. Reporting live, Kriya Sakikini, WMUR News 9. So he was planning on burying this thing anyway? Putting it in a stone tomb and burying it? Or yeah, at some point. But they never, they didn't really ever know when. Yeah, I, I, I give it back to him if that's his plan, or if he plans on putting it on the front of his Audi, you know, and using it as a hood ornament. I think those two things are definitely passable in that county. I think it'd be a better centerpiece. Just anytime you have family over and you're doing your uh, your nightly meal, uh, could you please uh, pass the corn? Don't get any on Baby John. Or actually, you know, I think Baby John should have a a plate like he's Jobu. And you have to feed them to keep uh, keep yourself able to hit curveballs. Up your butt, Joe Boo. Uh, you couldn't use him as a lawn de- decoration because uh, it could be perceived as racist because he is brown. Yeah, and he, I don't think he'd hold that lantern that well. I think that would probably make his arm fall off. I'd like to see Baby John as Flavor Flav's new bling. Just walking around with a baby hanging from his neck. That, to me, because imagine having a mummified baby and all the fucking cool shit you do with it. i take it out in a stroller <laughs> and just walk it. You know what I mean? I'd go to the ball pit with it and just throw it in there and dive and, in after uh, Baby John. you, you got to keep it kind of covered, you know, like uh, like uh, when you're pushing it in a stroller. So women come up and like, oh, let me see your... Ah! <laughs> No, exactly. A pet him. It's okay. He'll purr. <laughs> really, it's all right. Next, 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 next story number nine. Brady Bunch star reveals all about lesbian fling with TV's sister Maureen McCormick. Mm-hmm. Uh, revealed in an upcoming book that she had a lesbian fling with her on-screen sister. Uh, the the book, Here's the Story, won't hit bookstores until next year, but obviously we're already talking about it. She talks about how she had an eating disorder, drug problems, also the romance she had with her co-star Eve Plum, who played Jan on the hit show. No. Hey, Hefe, uh, I think that uh, I think this is great, but uh, I'm waiting for the whole same thing to come out about Arnold and Willis and give a whole new meaning to different strokes. This happens more often than not. <laughs> How dismissive you are. I wonder why. Do you think this happens a lot, though, with people who work on shows together? Oh, they- yeah. You always hear about on-screen, uh, on-screen romances. But the, of the lesbian kind, because you think about it, the fucking wholesome nature of the Brady Bunch. How old were they? I, I, that's why we need to read this book when it comes out. Because I think about that. Yeah, I mean, these girls were very young doing this show. I, I'm sure they moved Wasn't into... was the dad gay, too? Yeah, the dad was gay. Like, is, he, al- is he dead or is he alive I believe now? he's dead. Yeah, eight. Well, we said, the fucking Brady Bunch is gay. <laughs> now we were actually right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, um, 
<laughs> it's really kind of shocking when you think about it. And then you think like, okay, so if this is going on in the Brady Bunch, does that mean all the girls in Facts of Life are Ooh. bumping uglies? Ooh. Does that mean Natalie and uh, Tootie or getting their big 80s muffs scraping against each other and giving each other a rug burn? I'm hoping that uh, it happened with, uh, with Arnold and Paul in the Wonder Years. I'm hoping that you know they, were, they were blowing each other behind one of the set lockers. Well, you know, Paul took out his ribs no. so that he could blow himself. And then he became Marilyn Manson. And he eventually wrote The Beautiful People. So I know that's crazy shit that goes on. I, I would love it if the old man and Dreyfus and Empty Nest were just fucking... You would love it because that would justify the love that you and your dog share. I don't need that justification. Here are a couple of dudes that I know are probably sissies for each other. Hmm. And that's Sawyer and Jack on Lost. I'm sure they're finding some fucking palm tree to hide behind during filming to blow each other. Oh, by the way, really and quickly. They, 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 and they uh, you know, throw it off as, hey, we're on a desert island. Yeah, we need to do this. No, well, you're just on the set of one. I'd rather Jack. do that than fuck that dude, Kate. Um, Kate's hot. I can't believe you don't buy her Zappel. sexy. So... Really quickly off the subject, we were talking about TV shows that we're watching and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. People recommended a couple to us via some uh, MySpace mail, myspace.com slash nextradio. Californication was one. I love it. Digging it. I haven't seen them, all of them like you have, but I'm liking it. And also this show, Tell Me You Love Me. On this fucking show, and you probably heard The View talking about it, Penny from Lost, mm-hmm. Desmond's Penny, I brother. She gives a fucking hand job to her boyfriend and they, on screen. Yeah, and they're showing the cock, they're showing the hand, and we were watching this thing. In a, uh, an amazement that Penny's doing porn on HBO. And then the guy blows his load on his shirt, and they show it. So She was in a scene with cum. Yes. So she is now a porn star. Mm-hmm. And uh, you didn't see the cum. When we were watching it, I'm like, that fucker just came on his shirt. Oh, well, you have and, an eye for it. Yeah, we had to rewind and uh, rewatch it. We actually rewound to see cum. <laughs> Man, the Brady Bunch, that's gay. <laughs> so is that fucking next Fairies. cast. Next. Next. Story number eight. number eight. Story number eight's entitled, Fuck YouTube. <laughs> Britney Spears' biggest defender might be getting his own show. Chris Crocker, who posted on MySpace and also YouTube, and it ended up anywhere, the whole thing of leave Britney alone. We didn't cover it last week. It was played out. We knew it would be played out. Here's the drop for those of you that maybe somehow did not hear about leave it. Leave Britney alone! And he goes through this whole thing about leaving Britney. You haven't heard that? I, I heard a little bit of it, but there's no way he's serious. No, it's a bit. It's completely, to me, it's a bit. It's a bad bit, too. It's not even a believable one. Well, he has been signed to a developmental deal with 44 Blue Productions, according to Variety. They say, we've had uh, Chris on our radar for about a year now. We're going to launch the show, The Chris Crocker Experience. He's going to be a TV star. Crocker, 19, lives with his grandparents in Tennessee. (laughs) And here's on your radar. Where does your radar go? Here's the thing, once again. Doing this has become a theme in the next casts. Doing these bullshit fucking gimmicks that land you jobs. And goddamn it, Dubs, it's time for you to step up for our careers and do the yardstick of death.com. It does me no good if I am. Well, it does dead. me good. It's either yardstick of death.com or the giant Brian Chafee and Dro show. So fucking make a decision already. <laughs> it drives me nuts that this asshole. 
if you sign a developmental deal, normally you get some sort of cash up front. Yeah, you get cash up front for it. I mean, if it gets picked up, you get much more. But yeah, they, they have to pay you for that time. And it's just fucking crazy how you have to do something. You do something to hack. And you get noticed. It's just like this bullshit bit that this guy from UF pulled with the John Kerry Mm -hmm. and the don't tase me dude. And that's all over YouTube. And the guy was notorious for fucking running bits. And he wants to be that guy that's running bits. And I mark, mark my words, this ass fuck will get a developmental deal too. And the bullshit part about it is that when people are on YouTube and everything, they, they scream bullshit on everything. And rightfully so because there's so much bullshit on there that if you do something real and try to throw it on there it doesn't matter it drives me nuts that there right, i'm gonna finally fucking put it out there it drives me nuts that fucking assholes are employed in the entertainment industry mm-hmm. and we're sitting here on the beach you mentioned damage and gravy earlier <laughs> i don't know if those fuckers are working now but guess what Every fucking town has a fucking damage and gravy. Those fuck hacks like that are everywhere, including where we are in fucking Tampa right now. And it drives me bonkers that no idea bullshit dumb fucks are employed and we're sitting here talking to each other in a closet. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. Now, stick it on YouTube for a second, because that's what story number eight's all about. Shouting, this is YouTube material, a 27-year-old British man urinated on a dying woman <laughs> who collapsed on the street. This guy needs a developmental deal. <laughs> according to the BBC. He also doused her with a bucket of water covering <laughs> her with shaving cream. Listen, at least his bit's fucking useful. It's assisted suicide. So he has talent. How is that assisted talent. suicide? He's just it's taunting during suicide. Or was she even committing suicide? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> well, how's a suicide then? He's just a sister or whatever. He's helping. It ain't she murder. pissed at her. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's lethal. Maybe he's got hep C. I don't have all the story. <laughs> uh, the 50-year-old woman died on the scene of pancreatic failure. All of this was recorded on a mobile phone. I haven't seen it on YouTube yet, Mm-mm. and I'd like to. Uh, this, to me, should get more than 8 million views, like that fucking asshole, the Leave Britney Alone guy. What's the most disturbing thing you've ever seen online? Oh man, I've seen I've seen some messed up shit. I mean, I, I'm so desensitized to it. I'll have to go back to like right when I first started looking on the internet, and we wouldn't even be really disgusted by the stuff we saw. We found it more funny, you know. Uh, Asian shit pics, uh, girl. Uh, Do you know that was one of the very first things I ever saw on the internet? Really? Yeah. I think it was one of the very first things I saw. Why too. is it, it was automatically very, very the fucking first thing you go look for is shitting in other people's mouths? It, it was this. Asian lady who just had the most monstrous pile of shit just fa- you know falling out of her mouth as she's laying there and I would just look at that thing for hours and giggle. One of the thi- I used to browse rotten.com and I don't even know if it's around anymore. Yeah, rotten.com's out there. And just look at fucking like the dead bodies like mm-hmm. dead celebrities and stuff like that like the one of Chris Farley and him face down or whatever it was. I can't da- look at that stuff. That oh it, it skis me. I mean I haven't looked in forever. This is while I was trying to stay awake during the Bob and Tom show when I was running it way back when. And if I had to go to fucking Rotten.com to, uh, to keep myself awake. And you were just staring at, uh, at the dead bodies wishing it was Chick McGee. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to get that reference. Next. Next. Story number seven. Dubs, story number seven brings us up to another next download. 
Next download. To the rest of the world, he is Andrew Kobach. But in this 10-page contract, the 34-year-old is called Master Drew. Authorities say this is the document signed by a 19-year-old girl that bound her to this Port Ritchie home and to a man they say sold her for sex. She did say that she had sex with approximately eight men over the last four days. Deputies say the rate was 60 bucks. That's how much one of their informants was charged for sex at Kobach's home. Once the woman was paid, authorities say she turned the money over to the boss, who set up a room in this house for clients, complete with a number of sex toys. The usual uh, sex instruments, chains, whips that go along with this uh, subculture of bondage and mastery and slavery. I thought it was disgusting. Neighbors tell us it wasn't unusual to see all hold sorts on, of people. Come- Why do you need that? Everybody finds it disgusting. You aren't gonna, it, the neighbors aren't going to go on the news and say, you know, I find it completely normal and very hot. Oh, they got more neighbor reaction. But you're right. It's always the fuck. It's, it's, it's maybe the most useless soundbite in television news. That and I can't stand when people are on site that don't need to be on site. You know, if they send people out to a location, like outside a courthouse or something, and they don't need to be there. There's no, you know, they're just talking about the trial. They aren't talking, you know, like the the verdict isn't coming out that day. They're just standing out there wasting money so they can be on site when they could be doing the exact st- same stuff in the studio. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. We even saw this with Heretic Talon and his whole thing of getting busted, and they asked some moms who lived in the apartment complex. Well, that and uh, they like two days later they were just you know doing an on-site shot with the reporter in front of Disney when nothing was even going on at Disney anymore. There was no point of him being at Disney anymore. The Heretic Talon wasn't there. He was in jail at that point. Why do you need to be in front of Disney reporting this? You don't. Well, that's the whole thing of people see what's going on, sex offender, Disney's in the background, exactly. and they'll stay in the watch. It's just bullshit ratings grabbing get tactics. A, get a fucking green screen at that point. Yeah, Do you're a right. daily show style. Exactly, but these fucking useless ass, oh, I think it's disgusting. Well, no shit, obviously. Next download. I thought it was disgusting. Neighbors tell us it wasn't unusual to see all sorts of people coming in and out of the home, including children, but they certainly never suspected the type of activity going on inside. Who would know? Again. No one would ever even think of such a thing. Again, obvious. Yes, uh, I saw so many people walking in and out. I knew there was uh, some bondage slavery going on in there, and uh, I just didn't tell anybody. Yeah, again, it's really... Fucking report the story, not the obvious. Well, the whole thing as a reporter, I want to give a journalism class, but as a reporter right there, you know what you put on camera? A woman saying, you know, children used to go in and out of there all the time. Maybe you should, guys should look into that. That's what you should fucking report is, oh, well, it's disgusting. Or I didn't know that looks like a fucking regular-ass house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Next download. They certainly never suspected the type of activity going on inside. Who would know? No one would ever even think of such a thing. You wouldn't, you know, it just seemed like an ordinary house. And detectives say they're... By the way, when the whole seems like an ordinary house, whenever you're driving through a neighborhood and, like, you see a big subdivision and stuff, do you ever look at each one of those houses and just wonder what kind of depraved fucking things go on in there? Oh, yeah. I always look at places and wonder... How much do the two people that are living in that house hate each other? Or, How tired are they of each other? What kind of fucking 
kinky shit are they doing in that bedroom? Like I, all that shit. Like just think about how you're driving around in traffic right now, and you're looking at like a whole subdivision. Someone in that subdivision's jerking off right now with something up his ass. You know what I mean? And you never really fucking think Someone about Someone driving by ours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but like the whole ordinary house thing, because here in Florida, I don't know what it is, but there are a lot of little hidden neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of houses that look like fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre houses. Oh, yeah. It's fucking really odd stuff. And it's, every house to me isn't ordinary. Because our house looks like an ordinary house, and there ain't ordinary shit going on where you and I live. Next to download. And detectives say their investigation doesn't stop at that house. It's also led them online. They say Kobach set up websites like this one where he advertised his services and tried to recruit young women to work for him, hoping to eventually sign on more slaves. We are looking at her both emotional and mental stability as to why she would be involved in a relationship like this. And at this point, we can tell you authorities say they just don't know if there are other women or girls involved with Kobach or involved in similar contracts with him. That 19-year-old is the only one they actually found at the house. Now, as for her, she is right now, to some extent, considered by authorities to be a victim in all of this, although she is tonight charged with prostitution. We're live tonight in Newport Ritchie. I'm Chris Martinez, ABC Action News. Well, at least she was charged with prostitution. I don't want to hear that you can't get laid. Because there, I don't care. I, I doubt the chick is hideous. Maybe she was. Oh, whatever. But if a chick's out there willing to fucking be a sex slave, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to get pussy. Yeah, I mean... It, if you, you ain't getting pussy, you ain't trying. Yeah, obviously. I mean, you can pay for it if you need to. You can find someone who is fucked up in the head that'll do it. You can find someone that's on crack that will just do it for 20 bucks. You can find all sorts of ways to get laid. It may not be top shelf, but you can do it. Yeah, you don't expect top shelf if you're fucking looking for a girl that's going to sign a sex contract. Now, way back when, you found one of these sex contracts online, didn't you? Well, I didn't find it online. It was actually sent to me. Um, Not to, you know, it wasn't for me to sign or anything. I was fooling around with this girl who was a uh, a webcam model and did all that crazy shit, like putting those big black dildos up her ass on cam uh, for money. Classy girl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, one one that you'll take to church with you. Uh, and she sent me the because she had all these freaks that were regulars for her. Like one guy um, would want her to shit on a plate, like right in front of the webcam. Yeah, and uh, then and then he would shit on the plate at his place, and he would eat his own shit. And uh, there's this other guy. It's time for internet regulation. It really is. It's making it way too easy for you f- depraved motherfuckers to find other depraved motherfuckers. Well, and another guy, he sent her a contract because he wanted to become a transsexual, but he needed a master. And he wanted a female master. He wanted some, and what he, he, what the master would do, and what this contract is all about, is just instruct him on what to wear, what to do, um, when to cut off his penis. What? Mm-hmm. Um, all kinds. I, I maybe I'll dig up the contract. I don't know if I want to stick around and do it that much. Fuck it. There's no reason. But we got a lot more shit to get to. Next. 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 What's next? For example, another reason to hate Dane Cook. 
Ron and Fez hit it this week. Mm-hmm. So, and actually, last week after we recorded the next cast, I called you and said, God damn it, if I found this three hours before, this was gold. Before next cast seven. Mm-hmm. But we got that. And also, too, Chinese TV censorship that may actually be correct. All right. They may be on to something. It's next cast date. It's half and dubs. MySpace.com slash next radio. More is next with us, Hefe and Dubs. This is the Noid. He loves to warm your pizza. If you've ever gotten cold pizza, a squash pizza, or pizza that just wasn't right, the Noid did it. At a Domino's pizza, we avoid the Noid. So when you want hot, delicious, quality pizza delivered in less than 30 minutes, Domino's Pizza delivers. One call does it all. I wanted to continue with someone in the world. And you, let's go. Somewhere right now, Kevin. All right, you you kick it off. Somewhere in the world right now, there's a black guy, right? Yeah. Uh, He's DVD recording, VHS recordings of family members. I like that. Somewhere in the world right now, there is an 83-year-old man wearing a Freddy mask from the early 90s because he still loves films and loves Halloween. Somewhere in the world right now, there's a fucking blonde chick. She's dipping her hair in peanut butter and she doesn't know why. Somewhere in the world right now, there is a 13-year-old male getting three lines shaved on each side of his head. Somewhere in the world right now, there's this guy that fucking liked the net so much, he fucking (laughs) killed his parents over that shit. Somewhere right now, there is a kid between 12 and 16 microwaving an orange so that he may stick his penis inside of it. Somewhere in the world right now, there's a very poor family who cannot afford toys for their children, so the kid plays with animal crackers. Oh, dude. And he can't resist eating them. Somewhere in the world right now, fight is about to begin because... Because somebody accidentally leaned on a motorcycle and knocked over five of them. Somewhere in the world right now, there's this guy, right? And he has a fucking picture of Leonardo DiCaprio. He cut the butthole out and he cut the wall out. So he fucks the real picture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, and with that, uh, don't let them force feed you. MySpace.com slash Real Kid Radio for more Jim and them. And we hit the run. Real Chick realizes women come in all shapes and sizes. That's why jeans buy are proportioned to fit from leg to waist, hip to hip. Whether you're a sweet petite, long and lean, or in between. Don't you know? Chick's got your jeans. Chick jeans. In 27 sizes, because Chick realizes that jeans should come in all shapes and sizes. Get a free Chick Jack with purchase. You don't want to sleep with the fishes? You want to stay on the Don's good side? You better listen to the Don. Because if you aren't listening to the Stugats experience, you better have a friend start your car. Capiche? The Don Stugats experience. Sundays from 5 to 7 p.m. Only on thereisnoradio.com. Prepare thyself well, Dragon Warrior. Thy most challenging quest ever awaits. Go with speed, but go with patience. Seek out an arsenal, a dragon scale, a torch, and magic herbs. Use wisdom and cunning to choose thy commands, for the Dragon Lord is a fierce rival. Horrible and treacherous minions all guard the evil one's island cuts. Are they ready, young one? Yes, King Lord. And so begins a new epic, Dragon Warrior. Nintendo. CT and Jiven. When should the plug be pulled on a critically ill astronaut? The day they sneeze. 
day they sneeze. If I see a rash, I'm talking you into going to pick up my pen in the ejection pod, <laughs> and all of a sudden you're you're out. Go help Bill out in the airlock. He, he needs some help. CT and Jiven. I'm CT. I am Jiven. You can check us out online, ctandjiven.com, c-t-a-n-d-j-i-v-i-n.com. CT and Jiven. El Jefe, J-Dubs. Next is now. Welcome back to Next Cast 8, Jefe and Dubs. MySpace.com slash Next Radio for the previous top tens. News about us. Mm-hmm. Is there any? I don't think so. Is there? I'm, nothing that I know of. Unless you're holding out on me. No, not really. There's still hope. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. And pe- here's what's interesting about our careers. We have a very cool, awesome fan base. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like there are always things that happen. And you want to tell them, hey, something's going on, but you don't want to disappoint. Yeah. I think that's part of, like, I did that early on, and then like a lot, a lot of people got their hopes up, and when things don't come through, it's like, even more of a disappointment. Yeah, we're going to be disappointed enough, but you don't have to be disappointed as well. You know, <laughs> not, I mean, not to say like not to sound so egotistical, but I mean, if we're on such a fucking roller coaster of hey, this could happen or it didn't pan out, that kind of shit. There's no reason to just constantly, you know, put it out there. But shit's happening. Just know that. We are okay. Before we get into uh, back into the, the countdown of the top ten stories this week, Dubs, you found something you wanted to share with us. And you found it as you were editing NextCast 7 to be uploaded. Yeah, actually, one of our uh, NextCast listeners sent it to me. And it's Dane Cook and his new project where it's not comedy. It's uh, fag rock. I don't know why. Have, why use that term? I, I'm not talking about gay people. I'm just talking about a sissy. Okay, he's just being a sissy singing. Uh, by the way, his movie got stomped uh, by Resident Evil. Did it? Yeah. Which is wow. Which that's is, sad. Which is really no Resident Evil was even coming out. I didn't either. But if I had a choice between watching Resident Evil or Dane Cook, mm-hmm. uh, I'd be watching Resident Evil. Well, this will even add to it. All right, so here's the next download for you for this song. Next download. Bit. First of all, let me stop here. Far from- What's with the fucking Zeppelin lead up and talk? <laughs> I know. It, it, I mean, did it really need to be 30 seconds long to talk it, it up? It was a great riff, you know. It was well worth it. Not real. This is not real. It's definitely real. When did you run away? How when is I heard it the song. far from here? From each other. This is a remake, right? No. Wandering around a room. This is a remake. Everything's in its space. I think Ryan Fez actually 
probably heard the same thing where uh, I don't even know what the, the fucking name of the song was. They they covered it though, and they talked about. It sounds like an '80s song. Yeah, it, it does sound very Tommy familiar. Chuck, oh yeah. Wonder, I am gonna say I'm sorry. sorry. Whoever the <laughs> fuck that dude is, Dane Cook, ripping him off too. Not to mention comedians all over the fucking nation. Everything's in its space. From each other. I'm the only thing that doesn't fit in this place. Who am I supposed to be? Falling while I'm standing still. Do I deal so willingly with the fact that I've lost the will? My sad song saves me. My down days feel right. I see you're a fan. No, I just had to listen to it a few times. I see you don't like it. Oh, it's got awful. That's why it's going to be a number one hit. No, the reason it'll be a number one hit is because of all of his MySpace fans who will follow anything he does. I've liked a few of his comedy bits. I've liked a few of those things. He definitely doesn't deserve to be one of the biggest billers out there in the comedy world. And he definitely doesn't deserve to be able to put out this trash without being completely beaten down for it. But a lot of people will buy it. Guarantee it. Here's the thing. We interviewed Dane Cook. Yeah, we didn't even really know who he was at the point. I had no fucking clue who he was. At the time, you guys were giving me shit about having a MySpace page. So I was just talking to him about MySpace. I'm like, well, this fucking guy's doing it, whoever he is. And so. It was like three years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Right around there. And he was uh, actually filming Tourgasm at that time. Right. Yeah, he, was he was just was about to go do that piece of shit. It just shows everybody wants to be a rock star. Yeah. When it comes down to yeah. it. And no matter how popular you are in any other walk of life, you still want to be a rock star. You can be the biggest actor in the world. There's all these actors. Well, his movie career's falling apart. May as well try music. I didn't, I didn't think he would ever have one anyway. Yeah, it's very surprising to me. Just because his speech pattern is annoying. I've never noticed his speech pattern because I can't get past his pot face. You know, like his pothole face. Uh, he has a really odd-looking face. You know what he is? He's the male version of Penny from Lost. You know? Yeah, that Penny, weird, Penny weird... looks like the uh, female doctor in Planet of the Apes. Yeah, they, they, they don't have an upper lip, but they have a huge, like, skin between the nose and the upper lip. They, they have a big upper jaw, but no upper lip. This fucking sucks. Why are we playing this? <laughs> I gotta tell you, though, I bet he gets a lot of ass. Oh, yeah. Because Without a doubt, because uh, he goes and does these college tours, and the college girls love him. Think about it. Like, he's doing these fucking stupid girl movies. Mm-hmm. His comedy isn't comedy that dudes would like. It's, like, safe for chick comedy. And now he's putting out a hot AC song. I bet he's just doing everything to get ass. He's on MySpace to get ass. But what the fuck? The guy has... How do you look at yourself as a man and say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fucking put out this piece of shit. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Here's to- what I'm going to do as an artist. Would you consider your, yourself an artist if you did Good Luck Chuck and this fucking thing? You're not an artist. Mainstream. You're- That's all he wants to be. 
You're fucking he's Mike w- and the Mechanics. He he's went. They're through, not artists either. He went to what uh, MySpace is. He went through his you know kind of underground, but being successful. Guess what? And now he's completely mainstream. Hey, Dane Cook, you're Tila Tequila, <laughs> and just like her, your time's almost up. Stories. Story number six. You're the fucking Britney guy. It drives me insane. Forward. Mystery illness Forward. strikes after meteorite hits Peruvian village. So, uh, essentially, meteorite hits Earth. Mm-hmm. Villagers startled by it. Go check it out. See what it is. Think maybe it's an airplane crash. Residents complain of headaches and vomiting brought on by a strange odor. Police that was went a to, song that we just listened to. <laughs> police went to go check it out. Well, they don't use deodorant there, so maybe that's what it was. And they became ill and also had to be given oxygen before uh, being hospitalized. Meteorite left a 100-foot-wide, 20-foot-deep crater. Boiling water started coming out of the crater. Particles of rock and cinders were found nearby. Residents very concerned. This is it. We're in end times. All that fucking crazy alien shit, you know, the fucking moon dust and all that stuff. Here it is. This is going to be the thing that wipes us out. We've been told, and uh, and, and we've talked about this before, in sci-fi movies, we've been told, we've been warned, if you see a meteor crash or if you see something like that, do not approach it. Don't be the first one to approach it because you're going to be the one that when you lean down to look, that alien tentacle is going to pop out and rip your fucking lips off or uh you're gonna end up getting the disease and carrying it to all these other people i think it was one of the creep show movies remember creep show mm-hmm. i think this was the one was even stephen king where he was a farmer and one of these meteorites lands and like he begins turning into a plant i think like he becomes a plant man or something it's really but it's that same fucking thing as meteorite lands don't go fucking near it. Yeah. Now, is this the way you'd like to see the world go out? With a meteorite? No. I want I want us to blow it up. I want to be in control <laughs> of our destiny. Just Man-made like pe- bomb? Yeah, just like people you know, who want to commit suicide, they want to be in control when they die. And I want to be in control when we end the human race. See, I don't want something like an ice age or even like a, an illness, although I'm very stoked to see Ebola's making a comeback. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Where Ebola, like there, there's a kissing ban in Africa because people are worried that fucking that's how Ebola is spreading. Who the fuck kisses someone who seems to have Ebola-like symptoms? That ban's been going on with uh, daughters of white men for a while. <laughs> it's a kissing ban in Africa. I want to see us go out the way the Bible prophesies, or uh, like the way the Bible says it's gonna. You know, I would like prophecies. that too, just because that would prove there's a God. Exactly. And, and then I would be able to rest well at night knowing that hey i'm gonna be existing growing up i used to have to fucking watch these movies called the left behind series mm-hmm. and they terrified me as a child because even then i was a non-believer so i'd watch these things and eventually it struck me because the whole idea is the rapture happens the rapture mm-hmm. is when jesus comes back takes his people leaves all of us heathens and if you're fucking listening to next cast eight you're a fucking heathen and you'd be left behind just like us leaves these heathens to deal with the world without Christians and watching it going to hell in a handbasket. Which, ironically, I think would mirror what we're going through right now, even though we have a Christian president. Well, nonetheless, I'm watching this thing, and I'm thinking, okay, you either have to take the mark of the beast or get your head cut off at a guillotine. And I don't know why a fucking guillotine, but I guess it's, you know, no one wants to sit there and fucking think, all right, my head's about to get chopped off in a guillot- by a guillotine. 
But I was thinking to myself, why the fuck would you be scared to get your head cut off by a guillotine? Because if you think about it, Jesus has come back. Mm-hmm. That proves Jesus exists. Why would you take the mark of the beast, even though they say you would need it because you wouldn't be able to get groceries and shit like that? I'd be like, well, fucking sign me up to get my head cut off because I'm then going to go to heaven. Of course I'm not going to get the mark of the beast. This shit's for real. Or, I'm hey. A, I'm a believer now. How about I, I get some seeds from, some, uh, from uh, some plants and I start growing my own food? I don't need your fucking groceries. But I'd be like, fucking cut my head off now. I'm going to heaven. Turns out he's real. I was wrong. I apologize, Jesus. I accept you. Let me in those pearly gates. That's the way I want it to be. I'd love for there to be some definitive proof. I pray for the rapture to happen. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, and that's the only thing that fucks me up is that there's no real definitive proof, and I can't get behind it. Now, I do find Christians to be smart in this fact that it's just like buying insurance. You don't think you're going to get into a bad car accident and not be able to walk. But, hey, if I do, I want to be covered. So if there is Christianity, if that is all true, I want to be covered. I want to go up to heaven and have fun. Think about it, though. Think about how much money you're throwing away in fucking insurance, car insurance, health insurance. The risk and reward, my friend, is the risk worth the reward. Here's what I'm going to do. Uh, instead of paying for insurance, which, by the way, I can't afford right now, podcasting mm-hmm. doesn't have a great plan, I instead will put away money that I would have spent on insurance so that if one day I do have to go to the hospital, hey, I got this fucking fund set up and this is what's going to pay for my bills. On the same time in life, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm not going to be a believer because I don't buy it, but I'm going to do a lot of good things along the way just because that's what you should be doing is a lot of good things, helping people, paying it forward, getting them jobs in Atlanta, that kind of shit. So that maybe one day, all right, maybe, I didn't know. What, do you want to fault me? I'm sorry, I'm a critical thinker, but look at all the good shit I did. I got Shafi a job. <laughs> Fucking let me into heaven. Next. Next. Story number five. Next. Rocker Courtney Love wants to launch her own perfume, but's worried nobody wants to smell like her. The former whole front woman is also uh, thinks that her hell-raising reputation might hinder her chances of selling a fragrance. Uh, by the way, would you like some gash from Courtney Love <laughs> as you walk gash. through Dillard's? Uh, she says, these days, stars make money by marketing their own clothes and fragrances. I've been reading a lot of books, attending a lot of marketing conferences before I go down that road. I am worried no one wants to smell like Ode de Controversy. So they don't want to smell like a lightly yellow taint. That's what I think that uh, Courtney Love smells like, because I've had that before where I've been not wiping correctly and maybe walking too much for a couple days without showering, and I had a nice little yellow taint. You're an asshole. That's so fucking awful. And I think that's maybe what uh, Courtney Love smells like on a daily basis. Uh, And I think that's just behind her ears. I heard Kevin Bacon's per, uh, perfume fragrance mm-hmm. smells like sausage. Ironically Just enough, of his, uh, bacon name. Yeah, it smells like sausage. <laughs> How about ham? It smells like ham. <laughs> Canadian bacon. Here's what's interesting: why people want to smell what they think other celebrities smell like, like J Lo. I think Beyonce had one. Britney had one. Fucking Michael jo- Michael Jordan. Did you ever smell Michael Jordan's? No. It was awful. I'm sure. It was right there with Tommy Hilfiger, where it was just a really disgusting odor 
but people they bought it bought it in droves they know, loved it i'm wearing mj what was it 23 or was it mj or what i, I don't even know what it was i don't know i think jlo's is called jail i don't fucking know what it was called you know what i mean but for some reason people want to smell like celebrities and those fucking celebrities aren't even wearing that shit no of course not you don't think louie anderson's uh pushing his own perfume out there <laughs> all they do is collect uh foreman grease traps and fill that up in a bottle and you're I, squirting that all over yourself i imagine that's what he fucking smells like. either that or they're just emptying out his belly button into a into a big jar and then you're squirting that onto yourself but here's what's fucking like stu- like what did you ever did you ever wear a fragrance uh, or a cologne dracar i wore that for I a saw, while i almost said dracar for you it seemed like fucking something you, that a brute I never wore brutes. <laughs> I um, I always wore Obsession. That's what my pops wore. So I always spray that. And it actually goes well with my chemistry. Every, what? I, I don't know. It actually smells good on me. Uh, that or cool water. Cool water cologne. But I had a girlfriend who ended up being a lesbian later on. She always wore CK1. And she was the first chick I ever went down on. And she heavily sprayed herself. So now every time I smell CK1, it reminds me of going down in that hairy fucking oh. Latin, oh. soon-to-be lesbian bush. Did she have a, just a very thick bush? I even told her afterwards. She was like, so what'd you think? I'm like, wasn't bad uh, trim, though, because I'm still picking out the little fucking pubes out of my oh. mouth. I've never gone down in a hairy woman. Yeah, Never. Well, you know, I'm a fucking 16, 70-year-old kid. You know? yeah. You're know, you just excited when, there's pussy. When is it that you or a girl realizes, hey, I got to start trimming? For me, it's every Tuesday. No, when, when was it? Like, when, like, in your life? What age did you start? Because when I was young, when I was probably 15, 16, I didn't trim. I just had a big oh, yeah, bush yeah, yeah. going. But I, then uh, about 17 or 18, I started shaving. And oh, it's clean as a fucking baby right now down I, there. I think it's one hundred percent. I think it's whenever you start getting with a chick. No, it was before I started getting. Really? Yeah. By the way, I was trimming myself this week because I was ready to have sex with my chick, and I'm like, you know, I want to do her a favor. Fucking clippers get caught it, on my on the base of my. Why cock, are you using clippers? Just because it's easier. No, I've I've got the way, I my friend. What I use uh, the nair for men. See, and that just, seems gay. He just let it sit there for about a good three minutes. So you're just sitting there <laughs> on the toilet. So your balls can hang and everything. You're sitting there on the toilet with lotion all over your nut bag uh, and your taint and your shaft. And yes, you have to go halfway up the shaft because for some reason, our cock grows hair. But here's the thing. I start bleeding from the base of my cock. Oof. And I'm like, I'm sorry, we're not going to be able to have sex. Uh, I'm bleeding down there. You're wearing a condom. Why is it, why does it matter? Uh, dude, it hurt. It hurt. You went that bad? I've, I've, yeah. I've had nicks and... There's a scab. Oof. I got a scab. I've had nicks and dings in my cock before, but it usually was small enough where it didn't really hurt. You know what President Bush's fragrance is? Because he's coming out with them. He's looking to diversify now. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. That's the fragrance of Bush. Bullshit. Story number four. 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 Country bands, idol shows from primetime. China has banned uh, their version of American Idol as part of a major communist party meeting sort of thing. They're like, hey, look, it's vulgar. Uh, there are problems with the judges' performance. It's a uh, damaging media image. It's caused strong reaction from the viewers, uh, the style, the language, the whole shit. 
So we're not allowing it to be in prime time. It must be in the line of the masses. Well, I don't know if they're doing it. I mean, I think they're given different reasons on why they can't do it. I don't think they like the fact that this gets people excited about voting over there. It's a very good point. I never really thought about that. It yeah. kind of encourages the whole democracy thing. Yeah, I mean, it's a very, you know, pro... And what these Chinese sons of bitches don't understand is, ha, your vote may count there, but it won't count when you're electing your officials. Yeah, it's just like in America. Mm-hmm. I'm torn as a broadcaster or podcaster right now because I'm not for censorship. No. Censorship is stupid. Uh, obviously, we've seen it in many forms, and I don't think it's good. However... I would not mind. It's a slippery slope because I genuinely believe that shows like American Idol are detrimental to the country. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I mean that because people aren't concerned with politics. They aren't concerned with their government, but they really fucking care about a Taylor Hicks or a Daughtry or a Carrie Underwood or any of these talentless Sanjaya any of these just dumb bull... I don't watch the show, I, uh, but because it's still covered in the mainstream media... We have to pay attention to it. No, I just know the names. I, don't, yeah. I still don't even pay attention, but I fucking see it everywhere. And shows like this, to me, are detrimental. They're that fucking uh, stupid distraction from what's really going on in the world that's just keeping the fucking masses lulled to sleep. Well, here's, here's the thing. I don't mind distractions. I think everybody needs distractions, but your life can't be... Consumed with distractions. That yeah, a distraction is to take your mind off of the serious shit that you have your mind on most of the time. A distraction isn't there to consume your life. But the yeah, right. But the problem is, is that there are nothing but distractions now. So people aren't exactly. even focused on, you know, the the everyday shit that concerns them and their families and their kids and their fucking communities. You know, people are way too involved with an American Idol. They're way too involved with a fucking dancing show. They're worried about if they're smarter than a fifth grader or not. That itself, that fucking show you smarter than a fifth grader is wrong on so many fucking levels because guess what? Every fucking grown-up should be smarter than a fifth grader, but you're not because you're watching Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's this weird fucking cycle that we're in right now. <laughs> these all-access show, uh, not all-access, uh, Access Hollywood, mm-hmm. any of these voting shows, they're just stupid, mindless fucking bullshit that's keeping you from knowing what's really going on in the world. And that's why part of me is fucking ban it. Get rid of it. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't but seem you like... Can't, yeah, you can't, know? It doesn't seem like a bad idea. It seems like it'll probably be more beneficial to their country. But I, I still, you know, if people want to watch it, they should be able to, you know, but whatever. It's, it's, it's weird because, yes, I'm all about choice. But at the same time, maybe we're too stupid to be allowed choice, you know? You're because sounding a lot like a dictator. Yeah, I know. That's what's fucking scary. But and I'm not going to sit there and fucking legislate because I don't have any power. I'm a fucking, you know, broadcaster right now. But when Americans are given the choice... Between veggies and french fries, the overwhelming mm. sway is the fucking french fries. Oh, yeah. Even though it's yeah. bad for you. And wh- whether, yeah, whether it's fucking watching the news, which is bullshit regardless, or fucking watching American Idol or reading a book, it's going to be fucking watching American Idol. Well, if and I you read can't a, get out of it. If I read a book, can I call in and vote on what the next page is going to be? Choose your own adventure. 
Those are my favorite fucking books growing up. Make it interactive. If books were more interactive, then maybe people would read more. Story number three. Next. Dubs, you found this one. Yeah, and this is one of these stories that you can't be distracted from. This is, this is one of those stories that you have to be paying attention to. You can't have American Idol out there taking your mind off the real issues like www.ismybabygay.com. This is something important and pressing that you need to know about. Yes, it's out there. And for $20, they will. Uh, you have to send in a saliva sample, and they will send you back uh, a result on if your baby is gay or not. So, this is fantastic news. So now we know for sure that it's nature and not nurture. Exactly. And they uh, they will give you 150% of your money back if it does not you know, work. So the bullshit story that you're bringing to us for number three, did you go to the website? Yes. And what, is, what does the website look like? Ismybabygay.com. Looks like a normal website. Then you, uh, you go through this whole thing where they give you the stuff to print out, like the uh, form and the thing to put the saliva sample on, and then you send that in. So here's what's interesting. Let's say there's a real right-wing person, Mm -hmm. okay? And they hate gay people yeah, because they're probably closeted, and they don't want their kid to go through the same thing that they're going through. Ted Mm -hmm. Haggard, who knows? Larry Craig, whatever. So they order this for their kid, and it comes back, the kid's going to be gay. Would they abort the baby? Uh, I I don't know if it... I I think this is after... The baby's born. Oh, really? Yeah. You send so in, the baby licks it? Like yeah, you get the you, baby yeah, saliva? Yeah, you kind of swab the inside of their mouth, and then you send it off, and then... So it, well, fuck, I need to know between, because I need to know whether or not to have an abortion. You do it early, so you can put it up for adoption. <laughs> so I got I got to get in the vagina and get a little <laughs> swab in there and find out if I'm going to have a fruit or not. Now, obviously, a kid, I would not care if I had a gay kid or not. Uh, but, all right, this isn't me being you know homophobic or anything you're obviously not we know you a gay son would not be as ideal as you know a straight son who's gonna be able to talk to me about chicks and football and all that kind of shit i wouldn't mind having a gay son i wouldn't disown him you know i would love him like a son because he is my son but i wouldn't find that i'd find that to be kind of a hindrance now would you rather have a son that's gay jefe or a son with a t-rex arm gay come on you kidding that's a tough choice just one t-rex arm (laughs) no because first of all there's nothing wrong with being gay no not at all but you are then physically disabled if you have a t-rex arm if nothing uh, else, you'd be able to hold like a, a pencil or like a, a a bag of McDonald's or something. When you're walking hand. around through life just normally, no one's gonna know that you're gay unless you're uber flamboyant. Okay, but if you're walking around with a T-Rex arm, then I'm gonna worry about a fucking guy like you chasing the kid around trying to take a photo with that T-Rex arm so, or making fun of him because he works at the Wendy's next to the real radio. It doesn't matter. I mean, you're gonna get someone to take your uh, photo. If uh, you have a T-Rex arm, or you're going to take a photo of yourself and put it on Craigslist if you're gay. So, gay son or a son with downs? I would rather have the gay son. You love retarded people. You love making fun of them. I wouldn't want to, you know, I, I have a dog. I don't need two things to take <laughs> care of 
and have to water and feed. All right, what if you had a gay son or a very ugly son, like the fucking guy from Goonies? You know, he looked like that. Oh. What was the name of that guy from Goonies? Uh, Sloth. Sloth. You've got you've got Carson from Straight or Queer Eye, or you got Sloth. Very flamboyantly gay Carson son or Sloth. Give me Sloth. It's not even a choice, no. it's Carson. No, because Sloth was kind of retarded, too, but this would be No, a, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. He's just ugly. This would be a normal All Sloth. Right. Carson or Alan Combs? What, a very unfunny? Just or unfunny, ugly? fucking ugly, looks like the Crypt Keeper. Give me Alan Combs. Fuck. What? All right, how about a son who's uh, not funny? Give me the gay son. You know, like your fucking monologue a bit. You what? know, that kind of unfunny. Just stupid hack jokes. How about a gay son or like a dirt tooth son? Like like a dirt stash? Yeah. <sighs> Give me the dirt stash. Your fucking kid's going to be both. You're going to have a gay dirt stash. Is that even possible? Yes. I, I, don't th- I, th- I respect... Gay people too much to be dirt stashes. I, I think they can veer away from it. I'm looking at you, and you're closeted both. What? <laughs> you're a dirt stash, and you're a sissy. Next, with El Jefe and J-Dubs. What's next? A complete recap. What didn't make the cut? Stories number two and one. It's next cast eight. It's flying by. It's Hefe and Dubs. MySpace.com slash next radio. And we're next. greatest battle in the history of the universe is about to begin. The Rulons! They're about to attack! Quickly, we'll have to trap them in the canyon. The Dementicons are harmless. Leave them be. The clever dino riders seal off the escape route. It's up to you, Commandos. Now! Leaping into the path of the thundering giants, the Commandos close off the front of the pass. Blast them to bits, Batman. Put this in your Easter basket, Krulos. Don't forget to ride home, Rulons. The Dino Riders put on the finishing touches. But Krulos escapes on Tyrannosaurus Rex. Look out, Sky! The Stegosaurus. Take this, lizard lips. The battle is over, but the action's just beginning with a complete Dino Riders collection. Dino Riders. They're despicable. The only magic in AIDS is Johnson. <laughs> They're disgusting. All I feel as my right hand is cupping my backside is it filling up with uh, with, with gooey goodness. <laughs> and their mama's boys? Hi, sweetheart. Oh, for God. You're not helping here. Not only do I suck, but I'm a puss too. <laughs> Two of the classiest men in radio are back. The Rich and Manton Show at www.richandmanton.com Shira and I want to talk to you about something that's very personal. Your body. Remember, it's your body and no one should touch you in a way that you feel is wrong. I'll get anybody who tries it. It's not that easy, Orko. It's hard for a young person to admit that he or she has been touched in a bad way. If you've been touched that way, don't be ashamed. Tell someone you trust, like your parents, your doctor, your teacher, or counselor, or your minister or rabbi. 
Right, Arco? Right on! So I was listening to Real Kid Radio, and it's like the biggest word I've ever heard. It's offensive to black, white, women, and everyone in between. Fuck them. Fuck them. Jim and then Jim. <laughs> I'm Jim. It's me. I'm Jim. I'm going to be the next fucking Martin Luther King. For <laughs> <laughs> them, Jake and Brandon. Brandon Black. Something. Jake gets angry. Well, okay, go ahead. Sorry, I don't... Go ahead like, and tell me how I get angry. What I have never gone out with a girl that I haven't had sex with already. If you are if you were ever at a party and a girl's like, yeah, I never really had a dad, I'd always be like, yeah, I'll definitely have sex with you tonight. <laughs> I'm not battling any demons because I think that some men are beautiful. It's because the earth should be spinning. Might as well be spinning on a penis. Brandon, big mom with house too. Okay, why don't you just listen? Listen, if the cops did come, I would jump on one of the banisters, like the high things. And I'd jack off and skied on them. That's your punchline for everything. <laughs> hey, Brandon, what's up? Hurricane Katrina. Brandon, what are you doing later? That's my Beat tech killer. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny, though. You'd probably jack off like nine or ten times, I think. <laughs> Do it like if like the moon was here. Like, I don't want to grab it. Fuck it. <laughs> Jim and them are the biggest assholes. They can go fuck themselves. This is Jake. Go to JimandThem.com. Any money can't hold back. You can't get enough. Eddie Money can't hold back. Including the new Eddie Money hit with Ronnie Spector, Take Me Home Tonight. The album that's everything you've been expecting and more on Columbia. Siegfried and Roy in the martini. Shaken, not stirred. So, Macau. Huh? Ask a stupid question. Get a stupid answer. <laughs> stupid bitch. So, Macau.com. Grr. Next. 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 Not next worthy. Here are some stories that didn't make the cut, but are worth a mention. OJ. Enough said. I could give two shits. And I, it, the it's fact boring. that this dominates the media, and uh, it's just really sick. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still on OJ burnout from last time. I can't handle more. I, I, I don't even know why we care so much. I just do not know. Uh, it, honestly, we don't. And I haven't even followed the story. Kind of know what's going on. Just it, because you're forced to? It's everywhere? You yeah. You have to know? I know a little bit, but mm. I really could give a fuck. And shame on you if you do. Seven-year limit on marriage proposed in Germany. Basically, marriage contracts. Guys running for office. I thought of this. Remember? This is my yeah, big thing. one of thing. the first things. Uh, when we were in D.C., because I was in a marriage that I wanted out of, and yep. I was thinking, hey, marriage contracts, it'd be you, great. I just wouldn't re-up. It'd be wonderful. Yeah, uh, and it wouldn't cost me so much money as it is now. Spears voted worst-looking celebrity. Okay, this is going overboard. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Because... She is not that ugly. I mean, she's out of shape. She's not nearly she's the not what she, she was. was. Exactly. But she is not ugly. There's pink. She has pink body. Yeah. That's what I noticed about her. She has pink's body. It's just not Britney's body. For some body. reason, people think pink's hot. 
I've not been, everybody. You know, who, you know who thinks that? Chili Walker. Uh, well, I was going <laughs> to say, guys who like dudes. <laughs> because that bitch is manly. Yeah. Um, sex causes SUV accident. This actually happened here locally for us in Tampa, mm-hmm. where a guy got into a car accident because the people that were in the car, behind, like, they were having sex in the car in the back seat and fucking, you know, it caused an accident. I've actually been in a similar situation where my buddy Tim was driving me and my chick at the time around, and I was in the back seat getting a blowjob. And my question is, is that gay? Because while I was getting the blowjob, I was staring at the back of his head. Yes. <laughs> Why are you even looking up front? You aren't driving. You don't need your, your eyes forward. It was forward. a small little Mustang. You can look down. I couldn't see anything. It was dark. So? And like he's like giggling the whole time. I'm like, yeah. You know, it's cool. You know, fucking high school, whatever. Almost. One in three men don't wash after a bathroom visit. I don't wash every time I take a piss. Me neither. Because my thought is that when I'm in a place like a concert venue or something... My cock is cleaner than that fucking sink. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason for me to touch it. Yet we're all worried about this fucking over-cleanliness, you know, and everything has to be clean. Get a few germs now and then. Let mm-hmm. your body fight them off. It's the whole point. You know what? That's why you have an immune system. You got to work it. Not only should you not wash your hands, you should lick someone else's after they're done at the bathroom. That will uh, really boost your immune system. Like Kanye says, it'll make you stronger. Next two. Story number two. Sex aid burglar escapes jail. Uh, a man who broke into his neighbor's home and used her vacuum cleaner and detergent bottle as sex toys has avoided jail. <laughs> the guy was high on LSD and amphetamines when he broke into the house. <laughs> pled guilty this week to burglary and willful damage. Uh, the woman comes home. Just fuck a couple things in your house. Leave them alone. To find the bathroom in total disarray. Uh, apparently, there were pornographic magazines and clothes all over the room. A makeshift sex aid had been constructed out of a toilet duck bottle, a piece of wood, a latex glove had also been left behind. I've also, been, the I've, woman's vacuum cleaner had been left in the bathroom. I've been there, bro. You know, you're 12. You're looking for something to help you jack off. That All of us do that. All of us find something odd to jack off with. I used to try, and it wouldn't work, but these, uh, those, uh, do you remember the one liter Big Slam bottles? Yes. Because it had a bigger hole. I try to fuck that thing. And it was still too small. It, it looked big enough, but it was still way too small. The defense attorney argued there's no proof that the client used the vacuum cleaner as a sex aid. So the judge responds, I'm sure your client didn't hoover the carpets. So the fucking judge is like, give me a fucking break. We all know it was up his ass or his cock was in it. Um, do you know what a toilet duck bottle is? A toilet duck bottle? Oh, the toilet duck. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the the uh, the where you the like spray. to spray underneath yeah. the bowl. Yeah, like, I guess that thing was up his ass. <laughs> Good for you, buddy. You like a little curvature in your uh, ass play. Police also uncovered a black bag full of co- full of condoms, gloves, creams, and a tapered wooden stick. It was called his masturbation bag. They matched DNA on the latex glove and the duck, the toilet duck bottles. They know it was him. Uh, he says he really doesn't remember it because he was a heavy drug user at the time. 
So he's cleaned up his life now. Please don't send me to jail. I'm the father of a seven-month-old child. <laughs> kid's lucky. He could have ended up in that vacuum cleaner, you know? Well, yeah, the kid like, could have ended up there, or the kid could have ended up up his ass. It seems like he'll put anything up there at this point. So maybe anyway. Baby John. You know, maybe if he had Baby John, he would have fucking shoved that mummified thing up his ass. They sentenced him to 12 months in jail. Oh, come on. That's a little bit too much for ass play. Well, he did break and enter and violate a whole Whatever. bunch of her appliances. Have him replace the appliances. That seems fair. Say, hey, all right, you shouldn't have to vacuum with my ass vacuum. You should be able to, you know, do that without having a brown streak on your hand. I'll buy you a new Hoover. I just love the fact, and why this is story number two, is the links the guys will go to to get off. Yeah. And we've covered it a couple of times, but that he'll break into someone else's home to fuck their vacuum cleaner. You <laughs> well, know what I mean? This is old news. He always imagines other vacuum cleaners when he's fucking his. I mean, <laughs> I've done some crazy shit. Of course. It's that seven-year age thing. I've done some crazy shit with, like, toilet paper rolls. And, like, once I masturbated with toothpaste, which was awful. Oh, I imagine. If any of that mint uh, type shit always does that. I did with, uh, with uh, dishwashing soap before because I just needed some kind of lube. So I used dishwashing soap, which ended up, the detergent in it, ended up taking skin right off my cock. And I fucked a couch. Oh, who hasn't? You know, but to go to the extent of having the masturbation bag. Just like saying I ate a burger one time. Who hasn't fucked a couch? But it's so funny what guys will, Dane Cook makes shitty songs. Other people fuck couches. I think I'm more on the side of the guy who fucks a couch and fucks a vacuum cleaner. Next. If you missed it, here's what was next. Number 10 was the mummified baby John. Number 9, Brady Bunch Lesbo. Number 8, YouTube bullshit with the Britney sissy getting a TV deal and urinating. Man urinates on dying woman. Number 7, the sex slavery. Number 6, meteorite illness. Number 5, Courtney loves stink. Number four, American Idol-like show uh, banned in China. Number three, ismybabygay.com. And number two, the sex aid burglar gets a year in jail. That means we're at story number one. Thanks. Number one. Nummerzeichen eins. Numero uno. Numero one. The number one story. Website mocks 9-11 attacks. Ouch. 9-11 was funny.com. Is being denounced by victims and their families. Yeah, I, you think they support it? Yeah. The founder uh, calls. Why himself- do you find people who are impartial? Why do you have to go to that source? Uh, posts images, jokes, making light of the September 11th attack. Those quote those people got what they deserve because people from New York are pompous jerks. He writes <laughs> on the site. The author also invites people to post and send hate mail. Many people did. Some people, their people have sent to him, quote, you better hope we never meet in real life. What happened to the people in 9-11 isn't anything compared to what I will do for you. Other people from certain associations have called the website hurtful. I I think he's exaggerating a little bit. I don't think that guy has the power to do a 9-11 job on this guy. Uh, I'm calling bullshit. Right. I hate Telephone tough guys, or this, in this case, uh, email tough guys. So what's interesting though is like this made a lot of like people were railing against this, against this, and how could you do this? You know, 
it always it brings up the fact of all right, what can you joke about? What can you not joke about? Can you joke about Pearl Harbor? Has it been long enough? You know, fifty years from now, mm-hmm. could you joke about nine eleven? Are there just certain things that you know it's distasteful to fucking do anything that is, you know, a, a joke towards something that affect the masses or was that hurtful? I would say a hundred years from now, he'd have no problem putting this site out. It would, have, yeah. People, if someone put a Pearl Harbor was funny. dot com out right now. No one would say jack shit. Now here's why this is the number one story. Okay, this got a, like I pulled this from like a major news source. I think mm-hmm. it was even up on Fox News. Surprisingly, here's the update. This is from the guy uh, Hank. Hello, this is Hank from 911wasfunny.com. He pulled down the site. Oh, did he really? Yeah. The reasoning behind this site was to basically see how quickly I could invoke anger across the internet, as well as to see how much money could be made off of such an offensive, awful project. I'll say that I succeeded. Suffice it to say, over the course of three weeks, I pulled down a million, about a million hits and made about $2,000, which will be donated to the 9-11 Search and Rescue Dog Medical Surveillance, an organization that I believe is doing amazing things. A lesson can be learned from this. If you say the right things, you can get the media to play into your hands. If we ignore certain controversial people, they will go away. To the family, survivors, and those affected by 9-11, I am sorry for your loss. 9-11 wasn't funny. It was a horrible tragedy. Take action to make sure it never happens again. Think before you vote. Wow. To get the... And this is continuing. To the get-her-done crowd from the southern U.S., Vinyl decals on your truck with a crying eagle superimposed on the Twin Towers is just as bad as the content previously posted on this site. Someone is capitalizing on the tragedy. Flag companies are just as bad. This is done and the domain will expire in a year. This had nothing to do with the death threats that were coming my way. I got a kick out of all of those who threatened violence to silence, in some, in, uh, to, to silence someone in a quote-unquote free country. Basically, it's run its course. I got the reaction I was looking for. Now I'll move on to a better project. For now, I'm going to eat some samosa and listen to a David Cross CD. Thank you, Hank. Hate at 911funny.com is the email. So it was funny that he fucking just wanted to incite some fucking anger, mm-hmm. and he got exactly what he was looking for. He got enough clicks on his website to make 2000 bucks that he ended up donating and he's right about the fucking get-her-done crowd and the making money off of fucking flags. Oh, without a doubt. You see those all over the place. You see these uh, these you know, window clings or whatever all over the place, especially down south, and it is annoying. I have two specifics. We told this story before. I got two specific things, really, about the whole flag thing. Right after and 9-11. Gay people have nothing to do flag. with this. Flag. Oh. Right after 9-11, we were working for a radio company, Mid-Michigan Radio Group, Rubber City Radio, Mm -hmm. that put out these t-shirts that were fucking, they were t-shirts that had uh, like, God bless America and the American flag on the front side. Mm -hmm. Just like on like a little, uh, on the, uh, a very small one on the front. And on the back, it was a quote by the president that of the address that he gave that night. And then on the bottom, it had our fucking station logos on it. Each logo, because it was a you know radio company, so it had like five logos of different stations. So we would sell these 
at events, mm-hmm. okay? Which, and then the money from that, after the money that was from the T-shirt sold would go to a charity once we covered our costs. Exactly. So they say they were 10 bucks to buy. And uh, they made, you know, they were five bucks to make. So the extra five bucks would go to the Red Cross. Right. But the other five bucks, they had to cover their ass. They weren't going to give any of their own money but to do this. But the fucking shady thing that would happen is that they would sell these remotes. Mm-hmm. So various places would spend, two, so the company are making $2,000 off of a remote to go sell these shirts because it would drive customers to the business. It was one of the shadiest things that I've ever seen happen. Yeah, and, you know, we... I felt we're dirty. Part, yeah, we're part of it. And, oh, here's the other thing. They wanted to make money, but they... Yeah, usually when you do a remote as a radio person... You get paid. You, yeah, you get 150 bucks or something like that when we were back in mid-Michigan. Uh, that, that was about the going rate. So you'd go out, sit somewhere for two hours, and make 150 bucks. We couldn't end this one. It was unethical for us... To get make paid. Any money. Yeah, they were getting paid. They no, so they were just making more money. Exactly. Than normal. So they're being even more greedy uh, during nine eleven. They were not only taking advantage of the listeners, they were taking advantage of their staff. And the other thing too, which I thought was so fucking apropos, about a year or so after nine eleven, I mean, I was still living in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and I'm sure it happened everywhere. <laughs> Of course, after 9-11, they're everywhere. You couldn't go anywhere without buying mm-hmm. something that had the flag on it, which, by the way, is desecrating the flag, but that's a discussion for another time. But I remember about a year later walking into that same Albertsons and seeing a clearance table that was all the fucking flag memorabilia mm-hmm. 9-11 stuff. And I remember looking at that fucking thing and be like, wow, this is so telling of America, where patriotism is on clearance. Is on clearance. There's it, a bin of patriotism right here for you. It was the saddest fucking thing that I had ever seen. Now, this guy, um, one of his big things too is that you yeah, know he wants to move on to a next project. He's uh, said that you know this one's done. I'm going to move on to my next offensive project. Which, uh, from what I understand, he's already registered the domain. Kid touching tickles my funny bone. dot com. So I guess he's decided. You know what? Nine eleven funny. dot com. Nine eleven was funny. dot com is out there. Why don't I go ahead and go with kid touching tickles my funny bone. dot com? And he's got many more after this as well. Like uh, he's registered slavery was a knee slapper. dot biz. Biz. dot biz. Why not? You know, mm-hmm. it is. It was a business at one point. So let's go ahead and do it. I find it offensive that he's registered uh, the holocaust is hilarious.org. I'm just pissed off because you know most people aren't going to be able to reach the site. It's way too hard to spell. Now, this one is I'm I'm angry about it, but also interested to see what he comes up with for it. Rape is a riot.tv. Well, I've got a subscription. So, I already know for a fact <laughs> it's going to be really really good. Uh, better than hate crimes or a hoot.com. Because uh, that one, I guess, is all about uh, the Gina Six. So it also seems like it could be kind of depressing at the same time. Oh, Jesus. I love how you people just get next. Next. Up for. On the next episode. 
Josh Schroeder for the scam that it was, all this fucking fake outrage. Mm-hmm. He, he purposely created one of those distractions, you know, like this, the moveon.org Betrayus ad. So he comes out with this 911wasfunny.com. It's just a fucking distraction from talking about the real shit. Oh, without there. a doubt. And he actually kind of used it oh, for yeah. good. Yeah, he yeah. pointed out this is bullshit. Don't now, fucking worry about it. Now, have I did it last week. It's your turn this week. Yeah, we c- didn't find anyone in Sarasota, like a 12-year-old that was raped the uh, 95-year-old. Yeah. Because that, that's our bit now for what's going to happen next week in Florida. Because fucking crazy shit always happens in Florida. What will happen in Florida this week? Man, I have really gotten the opportunity to think about it. I'm going to say that there's going to be a story that's going to come out about teachers who force students to beat up other students. You've already seen that story. Give me another one. God damn, well, I don't know. I could have been a soothsayer. I could have won at this game. Fuck, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm going to say Zach Thomas of <laughs> the Miami Dolphins decides to get a sex change. And he, by the way, I met his sister. I know her. She's mm-hmm. fucking gorgeous. Oh, she went to bet. Texas Tech University like he did, and she was there when I was there. Nice. Zach Thomas will be a woman by next cast nine. All right. There it is. Remember, tell one friend. Turn him on to this show. We're rapidly approaching a milestone for the next cast downloads so continue to do that dubs anything else forward thank you to all forward. our friends who have been downloading I'm and supporting forward. and who knows maybe we'll have some good news by next cast nine if not we'll have next cast nine until then oh uh, well that next cast nine we'll talk more about shaping giant brian and project mm-hmm. 961.com but thank you to ron and fez uh, for all the support they continue to kick out to us and all the websites. Until next time, bitch, we out. 5,000. 5,000.